0: Hey guys, this is Two Day Hangover with Hannah Elson, a podcast that streams every Monday with topics ranging from navigating post-grad, how to live a damp lifestyle, and general advice from a mid-20s gal that's still learning. This podcast is a space to be honest with ourselves, have fun while doing it, and try our best to avoid the two-day hangover. Grab a mocktail and enjoy! Welcome to Season 2, Episode 2. I love it. I'm actually cozy sitting here. On a Monday morning posting this in a Monday afternoon, which is a little different, but I recorded an episode yesterday that just wasn't really true to me. I was actually quite tired story for another day, but I was thinking into like what could actually be of value for you guys and kind of reset this podcast, given that it's a reset season, so to speak. Wanted to focus this episode on the damp lifestyle completely And talk through some of the random terms that I'll mention on my TikTok or on this podcast, Instagram, whatever it may be. Because then anytime you guys like want maybe a little new practice to implement, even just like curious what the hell this girl's talking about, or just kind of be able to walk you through what a typical balance weekend in my life looks like right now. I do that a lot on my TikTok just through videos, but kind of speaking through it and explaining like how I've still been able to lead a balanced lifestyle and be able to have a positive relationship with drinking while still drinking and being social lately, like what that looks like for me in general. To start out, I wanted to just re-explain for anyone new here, anyone that just like needs a new explanation for like what the hell the damn lifestyle is, because I honestly feel like I've seen articles explain it better than I have (laughs) but about a year ago for me I definitely had heard the term damp but like the rest of you was like that is a horrible word it sounds like moist (laughs) but so I by no means made up the word damp for um, a balanced drinking mindset but I started just thinking about how In my own head, I was always prioritizing like, okay, I'm either going to be like staying home all weekend or blacking out. Like there's no in between for me. I know that I don't need to identify as sober, but like I'm not happy. My mental health isn't working well for me right now. Like what do I do to be able to rebuild back my confidence and A lot of that stems from the fact that drinking is not a positive in my life for me right now. But like I still love getting a fun margarita or like having a dancing night out with friends with some drinks. Like what do I do to be able to be able to do that without blacking out a lot or without reaching for a drink just because I'm nervous or shy or meeting new people or whatever it may be. So the damn lifestyle to me is understanding that if you don't identify as sober, because again, I do not believe and I will say again and again, the damp lifestyle is not for those that identify as sober because it still does emphasize drinking by nature to me the damn lifestyle though is again that happy medium it doesn't have to be all or nothing black or white your relationship with alcohol is not linear it's different for everybody but for some of us we kind of need a term to be able to romanticize that this balance exists that you can start with a mocktail and then go to drinking and it still prioritizes your relationship so to speak so It also can mean like just wanting to wake up happy the next day and energized. So you're mixing in waters because of that. Like really just all about balanced drinking. And I'm starting to like say that term more because I do think damn lifestyle is like a crazy term, but there's also tons of ins and outs with it. And like when people are saying or just like annoyed if people are talking about it a lot it just means they don't have to actively think about their relationship with alcohol like to me what's the harm in using a term to romanticize something so that we feel like we have a community surrounding wanting to work on a relationship with alcohol like really what's the harm with that I guess to kind of repeat some things I've said just to be able to describe different terms that I say with the damn lifestyle but First, I always talk about, and I kind of made an episode on like how to start the damn lifestyle, but I'm thinking about making one in like even more detail. But a spoiler alert there is I always say to start with a why. So what that means to me is what I was saying earlier was that I wanted and needed to rebuild essentially my confidence from scratch and be able to be happy on a day to day on Sundays, um, not have my work week start Mondays. So, my why was really to sum it up in one emphasis or a sentence, I guess, so to speak. My why was working on my mental health. My common denominator that went with the why to lead me to that why was thinking, okay, what's something in my life that is constantly like bringing me down constantly making my mental health not positive and I'm making it worse versus working on it to try to make it better and that was my relationship with alcohol so I guess starting before I found the why I thought about my common denominator and that's really just what therapists call harm reduction and a lot of the damp lifestyle is essentially. A harm reduction practice because you're not completely eliminating something but you're thinking okay what's something in my life that's not positively impacting me and like if I could change my lifestyle around it a little bit like what would happen and so again for me thinking about how whenever I would drink really heavily on Monday and or Monday <laughs> I never did that, I promise. Drinking really heavily on like Friday and Saturday, sometimes even Thursdays, actually most of the time Thursdays, and being on those consistent benders, being consistently blocked out, like reaching for shots every second, that just to me was consistently making my mental health poor. So like your reason to lead you to your why could also be like very simple, like Mine is pretty broad for my relationship with alcohol. So I post about like all the different ins and outs that go with it. If your why was like, or I guess going back, if your common denominator was like, okay, I'm thinking back and I'm realizing that every single time I take a shot, I black out, I can't control it, whatever. Then your why would be like, okay, I'm going to stop taking shots because I don't feel like it reflects my personality in a positive way the day of or the next day so it's like even when you're talking specifically for your relationship with alcohol like you can start with a really small why I was able to analyze that I could assess a broad why but for some people when you're goal setting and wanting to change something in your lifestyle The more specific, the better. So I kind of like get into subsections with specific situations. But like because mine's overarching, it definitely can be a little complicated sometimes. And like I'm not always perfect by no means. I still have crazy nights like whenever, but it's like I'm always on the path forward for towards that. Why? And I understand that like when I'm feeling a little tipsy or a little like getting to the drunk phase, I know, okay, I'm reaching for like water or two waters or even three waters and taking a break and going home because I know that this will deter me from feeling good, feeling confident, feeling happy and all of that. So that's what like keeps me going every night, so to speak. Then I always talk about like the domino effect from working on your relationship with alcohol. So again, it's like when you have that why and the common denominator starts to like be less consistent and you notice the positive change you notice the domino effect and like that also keeps me going so when i first started working my relationship with alcohol and i started noticing like i had more energy which makes you happier by definition i was sleeping better because when you're like drinking a lot you don't sleep well by nature i was just feeling more positive finding more hobbies like posting on tiktok or going to more workout classes because I had the energy to or meeting new people because again I had the energy to and all those things that that includes started to impact me and I felt like I was becoming a more actually I knew I was becoming a more positive and happy person which led me to be a more positive and happy person to others so that is really the domino effect of like how I feel like it's truly advanced my confidence and my just like ability to be a good person (laughs) because at the end of the day isn't that what we should at least be hoping to strive for so then it gets to what I talk about with like I guess those are what sums up like the terms that helps me assess at the very beginning of the damp lifestyle but beyond that I also have little sub conversations that I think are interesting to talk about and one of the biggest ones I always talk about is a Cinderella night which what that means is I always follow the concept from my mom's advice from when I was in high school she'd be like okay Hannah I didn't have a curfew but she'd be like can you please try to come home before midnight like you know nothing good happens after midnight and she would just say that again and again So when I was working on my relationship with alcohol, understanding the common denominator, I was like, okay, yeah. Anytime I have like a really long late night, like I'd be up until like 4 a.m., 5 a.m. like pretty consistently. I still like think some of nights like that are hilarious sometimes. Like I can have natural energy last me like quite a long time. So it's not like every time you're out until 4 a.m., you're drunk. Like I'm not saying that. But for me, if I'm like knowing okay um, maybe I'm a little anxious before I'm going out but like I still have extroverted energy so I want to go out okay I'm going to just like kind of make it a priority to get home around like 11 11 30 enjoy time to myself romanticize my night alone mixed with my night out then I'll call it the Cinderella night and I'll literally tell my friends I'll be like Okay, guys, I'm having a Cinderella night tonight, but, like, yes, I'll go out for a little bit. And, like, I still doll myself up. Like, I'm fully going out even if I have the intention to go home early. And also, it's just fun because sometimes you still have some energy. Like, maybe you had a caffeine drink before and you're not ready to go to bed. So, like, I'll eat some leftovers. Like, do what I would do if I was, like, drunk, really. And But, like, I remember it and I'm sitting here with my cat watching tv and like eating leftovers it's beautiful so i romanticize my time alone after going out like all the time off of that i also always say to analyze your energy levels so instead of prioritizing like whether i care about getting fomo or not i do try to understand more of like i love the term romo relief of missing out so side note i do believe that like FOMO you can get FOMO from like your night in too so like your introverted extroverted self if you feel like you define as that you need to listen to your energy levels because anytime I feel like I force myself out when I kind of am channeling more of an introverted energy that night and like what that means to me is like I get my energy from being alone, from doing self-care, from being in my apartment, from slowing down. And when I have extroverted energy, I know I get more energy from spending time with loved ones, cracking a couple jokes in a room, like doing a new activity with people. Um, And so that's really how I can assess where my energy is. I'm just like, I know that I'm, since I live alone, it's kind of easier for me to assess. I'm going to be honest. But like, I'll be sitting here on the couch and I know that like if I don't want to leave because I am an introverted extrovert, like sometimes I'll literally crave leaving. Like I'm so excited to go out. I'm so excited to be with friends. I was like that all weekend this past weekend. But sometimes if I'm sitting here and I'm just really enjoying my time, like I was last night, um, which was Sunday, but some of my friends were out and I knew that I was craving introverted energy. And so I think that really helps you assess your confidence with your relationship with alcohol because when you know before even making the decision to go out that you have this extroverted energy rely on that for confidence it's essentially your personality being like yeah I'm ready to talk to people in fact I'm craving talking to people like I don't need to be rushing to get a drink because I have all this energy on my own and if you're forcing yourself to go out You might have a little bit of that social anxiety and not always, of course, sometimes you flip it on the second you're with people and you just needed the right person to be around you to flip your energy. But sometimes when you're forced, it's just like the recipe for a bad night and the recipe for reaching for a drink just because you're awkward. And so for me, I know that that was one of my past habits was like when social anxiety would happen, a drink would be reached for So I really do take it seriously what my energy's been asking for and lately like I said on the last episode my energy's really 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 been extroverted and I truly do believe it's because I'm so independent and just have my own life so during the week I go days without talking to people I channel that introverted energy I've been really balanced like working out a lot eating healthy and so when the weekend comes around it really does emphasize that 80-20 lifestyle of like 80% introverted energy and like healthy and all of that and so I feel like I truly can't afford mentally to have fun nights out with friends but I know that whenever that changes and I need different energy, I'll be different. I'm also moving very soon so for me, I really want to take advantage of every moment in Austin and a lot of times in Austin, <laughs> that means socializing and going out because it's a very social city, something I love about it, but definitely can overwhelm people. So like I by no means I'm like, oh, if I miss a night out, I'm going to regret this in a few months. It's more just like I genuinely want to be with people. But yeah, I kind of talk about that a little bit more. But relief of missing out also is just remembering that like when you are out, Sometimes, you know, when you have that feeling where you're like getting FOMO from your couch. So when you do channel that energy and you stay in, a lot of times you get that like fun relief feeling where you're like seeing your friends out and you're not jealous because you're like, oh, that's great for them. But like I didn't need that and couldn't have that today. And I'm sure they'll tell me their funny stories tomorrow and it'll be great and we'll have a fun day together tomorrow and everything like that. And you get that relief feeling. That's how you know you listen to your energy successfully and happily and all of that. But I can keep going into more examples and different things I talk about for sure. I wanted to hear from you guys because like I said, I recorded an episode that just was not it. I was talking about a balance weekend in general, but I, like, well, I didn't feel like I was just on it and true to it. So really quickly, like I said... balance weekend to me lately means solo time before social time priority which is another thing that I talk about a lot and it really does mean that like no matter what if you have any like anxiety even if you don't have anxiety the best way to practice some harm reduction as well is to make sure that you take a second to decompress reset mentally alone. This could mean going on a five-minute walk before you meet up with friends on your Saturday morning. It could mean taking a second to just decompress on the couch. Watch Netflix. Like, to me, that's self-care because it's making my brain rest. And, like, a lot of times I watch dumb reality shows because it makes my brain turn off because I have a stressful job, stressful week. Like, social media can be stressful just, like, on your mental health. So... That to me is also like sometimes taking a second like doesn't always have to be like a workout to have solo time before social time. To me, it's like my Friday night getting ready. I always make sure I have a separation between my work week and the weekend because I think sometimes when it fluidly falls into each other, it can be a bit dangerous. Just meaning like you're drinking because you're exhausted and I don't want to drink because I'm exhausted. I want to drink because I... Deserve a fun drink, and I want to genuinely enjoy time with friends. So, the intentions behind my drinking I always make sure come from the fact that I've separated my work week. And so, a lot of that is why I always say starting with a mocktail, especially on Fridays. I this week was drinking these like liquid IV new packets from mocktails. Oh my gosh, I'm excited to show you guys. I'll be able to talk about them um, in like March, I think. But essentially, For me, starting with a mocktail and like not drinking alone is because I always used to have a getting ready drink. And I think they're great. There's nothing wrong with them. But just for me, living alone, like it always would make me feel like at least tipsy meeting up with people. And I started thinking about it and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I'm ever like completely sober meeting up with people. Like I need to work on how I feel entering an environment. And so I think that by, or I know that by working on starting with a mocktail, It's like how you start your night is how you end your night. Like I was able to have more confidence walking into environments, even if it's just a pregame with my friends, with my natural personality. It's allowed me to like stretch out how much I drink throughout the night because like I'm already happy and confident on my personality. And it's also just allowed me to like have faith in who I am as someone that's fun to be around versus the crutch of alcohol. So for my balance weekend my Friday always starts out with a mocktail like it every time or just a like if it's not a mocktail it's a water like I'm not drinking when I'm doing my makeup or alone ever. So then I'll probably meet up with friends. I'm a big dinner girl. I do spend some quite a bit of money on going out to eat or drinks because I love the experience. I think it's a mental health cost. Like this past weekend, we did tapas and drinks. And oh my gosh, that bill was hefty. (laughs) But I was like, it's worth it. In my TikTok video, I like made a joke. I was like, and I miss my ex for paying I wish you'd pay for that because I'm like, I'm going broke, but I'm kidding. Would never rely on a man for that. That was a joke, okay? But then, so then my Saturday morning is when I really make sure the balance is taken. Like, even if I had a longer Friday night or a crazier Friday night, like, I will do it slower, but I will have solo time before social time. That either means, like I said, like a workout class, a coffee walk, a, um, Even before I talk to my grandma because I talk to her every day. So, like, I'll call her in the Saturday morning. Like, I'll make sure that I get off my phone for a little bit. Or, like, even editing TikToks, honestly, it kind of feels like I'm doing something productive. So, it's good for my solo time, even though technically it's about social media. But, like, it's kind of off because it's just me editing my voice. (laughs) But then beyond that, I'll for sure be social on Saturdays. Saturdays are, like, my favorite day of the week, I have to say so like just like a slow start with friends whether that be like giggling at more of a chill bar like a brewery or something like that that's like my ideal time and then always making sure that i have again a sense of separation so i think this separation is like the key word within like making sure you have a balanced weekend because if i'm doing stuff during the day first of all i have an animal so i have to come back to feed him but beyond that even when i haven't had him here or like haven't whatever I make sure to go home between day and night because I used to always like kind of have these day and nights blend together and then my drinking would blend together and it would be harder for me to like assess and have an ability to control even like I don't think you always need like a ton of control but just like kind of an awareness I guess so to speak it would I would lose all sight of awareness of what I was drinking how much I was drinking and whether I was still enjoying drinking so whenever I go home. I like chug waters, I make sure to eat, I make sure to hang out with my cat, I'll change an outfit, get all cute again, sometimes I'll completely take my makeup off, sometimes I just build upon it, which is a little gross, but it's just true, and then I'll enjoy my night, and that to me allows me to kind of like restart on the damn lifestyle for that night, so it's great. But I also make sure, like, if I feel, like, Saturday I felt a little tipsy walking into my room. So I was like, okay, we're going to have, I had more leftover ravioli. I was like, we're going to have that, sit here, just, like, take an extra second, put on a cute outfit, have, like, seven waters, and we did just that. So it's great. And then Sundays, just remembering that Sundays are half of your weekend. And a self-care Sunday can equally mean laundry groceries workout walking and it also can mean relaxing sitting on the couch but like I do urge you no matter what that self-care means to you getting some fresh air is so important on Sundays. doing something that's productive even if that means calling a loved one like even if that means again going to get fresh air like picking up a package from your package room, like whatever it may be, make sure it's something because when you are stuck to the couch, obviously that can be like a little bit dangerous for your mental health when you don't have the mix of fresh air, like something healthy and something productive. But my Sunday yesterday was pretty relaxed, but I did still like clean my room, got groceries, went on a walk. It was a slow walk, but movement's movement and your body will thank you no matter what you do. And then a lot of it was also spent on the couch. So it was a very relaxing one. My body and my energy was needing that. I was like a little anxious from everything that had happened this weekend. But I was proud of myself for also like how I was assessing it. But anyway... And then I'm able to wake up on Monday and avoid the two-day hangover. Get it? (laughs) I have a bunch of other terms that I'm probably forgetting bringing up, but that's just kind of like a recap. I hope that if you've listened a while, some of that was new to you, but also if you haven't and, like, were just curious or are new to even my page and, like, why is this girl saying the word damp sometimes? (laughs) That's why, essentially, and that's what it means for me right now friendly reminder it means something different for everyone it's just a term so we can romanticize it together like it's not that deep when people make fun of it I'm like you guys it really isn't that deep and what is deep is me being aware that it does not align with a sober lifestyle but what isn't deep is those that are not sober and want a word and a term and a community to find upon it and that's what I'm here for to just like help share my story and help share my relationship with alcohol for those that also want to have these conversations like some of my friends do the damn play style every single weekend without even prioritizing or noticing it some of us have to be intentional behind it and again like i said a million different times different for everyone but i hope everyone had an amazing weekend i hope everyone's having a great monday so far sorry this episode came out a little later as always check out my pages Olson, H-A-N-A, and then also the Two Day Hangover Podcast Instagram rate, review, whatever it may be, whatever your thoughts were. I love any feedback. My DMs are always open. I really want to prioritize answering like what you guys want to hear in these episodes. So I'm glad I re-recorded this. And I hope everyone, like I said, has a great week. Love you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned for next week. If you enjoyed the episode, please be sure to review and share with your people. It means the world to me. Check me out on Instagram and TikTok. So excited to continue this journey with you all.